Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And Happy New Year in about 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is New Year's Eve Eve. New Year's Eve Eve. <laughs> it's like Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> but not. But not. That was a week ago. It was. That's so sad. I know. This always feels, it's, it's like a slightly sad period because it's like, oh, the festivities are over. But they're not, because now it's time. As one book ends, as one, as, what, what was it you said to me? It was a programme that Bryony was watching, Every Exit. Mm-hmm. And then there was something about an entrance. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but you get my gist, don't you, folks? Yes. As every book ends, a new one begins. And 2022, it's going to be exciting. But that is still about a day and a half away. Yeah. And what we're here today to talk about is many of you, we'll be talking to many of you, and you are likely to be at home. Some of you may have travelled quite some way to get home. And it's an interesting question. Where is home? Hmm. I mean... What? What makes a place your home? What constitutes yeah. your is home? It, is it where you were born? Is it where you grew up? Is it where you are now? Where, you, you know, where your loved ones are now? It's a funny one because society dictates to us that home is in a particular place sometimes. Mm. And actually, that's probably erroneous. I think so. But well, that's what we're here to talk exactly. about. We're going to get into it on today's walk. Yeah. So yes, we're very excited, and I'm feeling giddy as a giddy as a schoolgirl. A schoolgirl! <laughs> yes. Wow! Excellent. That is the expression, isn't it? Giddy as a school well, no, child. Giddy as a school boy. I, think if I thought you're a, a school boy. I think giddy if you're a, a boy, boy, you say boy. Giddy as a school boy. So yeah, it's worrying yeah. that my default was giddy, giddy as a schoolgirl. <laughs> Maybe you see girls as a bit more giddy than boys, which can be the case. Please, folks, do not think <laughs> that I think girls are giddy. This this was merely a assumption on my mental state. Right. Um, that but, you feel like a small girl. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I'll tell you why I feel giddy as a schoolgirl. Because this is our last little bit of work of the year. Mm. Once we've done this, we've broken up for Christmas for a little bit. So, well, not for Christmas, for New Year, yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. So we're very, very excited today. And it's a bit like when school's out. Yeah. School's out for winter. School's out for winter. Yes. Why wasn't that the song? It should have been, shouldn't it? It is, of course. It's not a longer, it's, it's a longer break in summer. Yeah. But yeah. you see, I would always argue that I was equally as excited when school broke for Christmas. Yeah. Well, no, Christmas and New Year. Look, let's stop waffling. We're still in the hallway. Yes. We need to get so out. So I'm going to don my hat. I'm also going to pick up my gloves and we're going to head out oh, for a lovely Oh, I haven't got any walk. gloves. Can I have those little mittens? Yes, I'll get them for you. It's a perfect day, is it not? It's lovely. It's sunny and still. It's deep and crisp and even. No, it's not that sadly. That was last week. <laughs> it's not sadly. It's no snow on the ground. It is such an interesting time. I mean, I mentioned that before because I think when I was young, younger, <laughs> do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll stick with the original. When I was younger, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was young, 
this was always quite a cool period because there was lots of games, you know, lots of sort of trivial pursuit hmm. competitions and actually it's that's that in the, between time. I've never really liked it. It's the only game that I recall playing. Trivial around, Pursuit? Well, board game. Right. I mean, we did have the game of life and I did used to play that with my brothers. So mm. I'm just thinking family game. Right. We didn't play Scrabble. Did you not? I played Scrabble with my gran. Right. And she had one of those cool Scrabble boards which spun. Oh yeah, they're cool. With the they Lazy really Susan are. thing. Yeah. yeah. And this, I mean, this is in the 80s. Wow. That must have cost a fortune. It must have, yeah, it must have. And also, it, not only was it a Lazy Susan, because it spun, it held the... Yeah, it holds the, oh. yeah, the like little squares that you sort of fit them into, aren't they, rather than just laying on the board. You've got to say, that is pretty I epic. know, because you, you nudge the board and everything just goes wrong, doesn't it? I've not seen one of those since, actually, have you? Well, no, you're aware no. of them, so had you just seen them in the shops? I haven't, well, I haven't looked for them. I, I presume if I looked for one, I'd be able to find one. I but think we've we should got look two, for Well, we've got two Scrabble sets, haven't oh, we? Okay. One is my, my very, very old one that I must have had since I was a teenager. Is that the one where you've written I've in drawn it? inside it, yeah. Yeah, it's quite funny. When I was about 16 or something, <laughs> I drew a little picture of me and put K was here. <laughs> Excellent. Brian thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Excellent. But this actual Christmas to New Year, we've been having the time of our lives because for Christmas, Bryony got the most epic Christmas present. She did. She got the Lego Home Alone house. Amazing. With additional lighting. Yes. And between Christmas and New Year, we still haven't finished yet. No. But between Christmas and New Year, we've all been sitting we down have, together at the kitchen table, and it's been really great. Yeah, I've actually I've loved it, and it's sort of brought back those those memories of you know sitting down and doing that sort of family activity. Yeah, but yeah, home. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, home alone. Yeah, a very good link. Was it's that a, deliberate? It's a very good link. It was not. Well done. I naturally link well. <laughs> ah, okay. Whereas you naturally do not. No, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, uh, home is such an such an interesting conversation because mm. I think that I certainly recall when I was young, you would at Christmas you would travel mm. to your mm. parents. To your parents. To my parents then. When you were young, but you'd be living with no, your no, parents. No, 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 no. I'm talking when I was in my twenties. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, so when you're when you're a sort of young adult, you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking about it. I probably only did that up until I was about twenty-five. Right. But I mean, the other thing, actually, I mean, I really didn't travel to the place where I grew up. Right. Until I was 25. Okay. I travelled to my mum's. Ah, oh, right, yeah, and she'd moved down to Somerset. She had. Yeah. And, you know, that, that I'd never considered this before, but, I mean, home, obviously, when I was growing up, was 
I, I was fortunate to live in the same place the whole time. Yeah. And and it was great, and it was a, a brilliant Christmas house because there was a great big living room that yeah. then yeah. went <laughs> that then. Uh, moved into a, a piano room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was a big. Was it, was it a baby grand? Yes. Yeah. Look, I did not grow up as the son of Lord Grantham. No. But you did have songs around the piano. Yes. Around the baby grand. <laughs> we certainly didn't have you money though. You just grew up in a very musical family. You yes. Know? Yes. My dad was a theatrical producer. Yeah. And my mum. While she did do some professional stuff, uh, she w worked in a bank yeah. and did it sort of amateur dramatics. Amateur, yeah, oh. she's singing, dancing. My heart oh. sinks. <laughs> Those two words. Oh, amateur crumbs. dramatics, yeah. So, yeah, when I was growing up, you know, I was living at home. It's just funny, it had never dawned on me that I never, after I left home, I never aspired to go back home right. to that place because my mum wasn't there. Yeah, so home to you was where your mum was. Up until I was about 25. Yeah. What about you? Well... This is where, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. It's now gonna get deep. <laughs> well, no, not really, but I mean, I, I grew up, you know, my parents were married all their lives until my dad passed away a few years ago. And so I grew up with you know both parents and I was the youngest of five or I'm the youngest of five but the strange thing about that was that my oldest sister who's uh, 14 years older than me she actually got married when she was very young I think she was just 19 I was only five so I'd, I've got no memory of my older sister being at home I've also not really got any memories of my two my brother and my sister sort of below them because one sister was off at university and then the other brother went in the army when he was 16. So I've, the only real memories I've got of is me and my brother at home. Yeah. My younger. Yeah. My son is only two years older than me. Um, so I grew up in one place until I was 10 and then we moved and it was to a different town wasn't, you know, it's was probably 20 miles away. Yeah. Um, but I had to move schools and then we lived there until I bought my own house when I was 19. Yeah. So it, it was always the case that when, when I'd left, when I left home, bought my own house. Yeah. Yeah, I did always return at Christmas. Yeah. I returned. We, I used to alternate it. Actually, I had a boyfriend and we used to do one year we'd go to my mum and dad's and then the next year we'd go to his mum and dad's right. so we would alternate it we never ever hosted christmas right which looking back is a bit odd isn't it but then i think maybe not you do I, tend I to go to hosting christmas once no see i never did i don't remember and my ever eldest brother hosting christmas hosting christmas once right i don't think my middle brother did and i, I didn't live that far away from where mum and dad were living and from where my boyfriend's mum and dad were living. So it's not like it was a long journey or anything. Um, but it always, I always used to say, oh, I'm going home for Christmas or, yeah. you know, you always use that, that term. Yeah. So I guess I considered home 
at that point to be where mum and dad were living. Yeah. Um, but then mum and dad actually moved to Ireland yeah. when I was probably in my mid-twenties. Right. But even then I did used to go, we did used to travel over to Ireland yeah. around sort of in between Christmas and New Year is when we went. And I, again, I always used to, I don't think I used to say we're going home at that point, but I think I've always associated home as being where mum and dad were. Now, just, which I think just, is a bit like you. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't there one year when you couldn't get home. Yeah, we travelled because mum and dad moved to the west of Ireland. Literally, you would fall into the Atlantic. <laughs> you know, you get out of the house and you're in the Atlantic. So we had to, we used to want to take the car because we always used to take a load of stuff over. So we used to have to drive from Sheffield to Hollyhead. Which is That's a lovely town, isn't it? No. <laughs> which is on the far... Apologies to any listeners that west. are in Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I've only ever driven through it, so that's really a sweeping statement. Can I do um, an old joke? Yeah. I went there once, it was shut. It was shut. Well, the only part of Hollyhead I ever saw was the ferry terminal, and that yeah. was quite grim. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, one year, we, so we travelled all the way from Sheffield all the way to Hollyhead, How which long is did that a, take? oh gosh, I don't know, hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. Because it's terrible roads, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. You know, you get to Wales and you think you're nearly there. No, you're not. And it's at Christmas too. And it was in between Christmas and New Year, and we got to Hollyhead, yeah. and um, the weather was terrible. The winds were really high. Oh no. And we sat there for hours and hours and hours, waiting for a ferry to come in. And it got to about two in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I'd rung my mum and just said, "This, you know, this is crazy. We don't know when, you know, even when the ferry docks. Yeah. We don't know then how long it's going to be. And we were only going for about three days. And who wants to get on a ferry in weather like that? Well, the worst thing was, my sister and her family oh, were no. on the ferry oh, waiting no. to come in because they'd been over for Christmas. So they'd been sat on a ferry. They'd been in sat on the ferry. And she said it was dreadful. Oh, Everybody no. was throwing up everywhere because oh, no. <laughs> because the weather was so rough. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> it was awful. So we made the decision after talking to Mum just to turn round and go home because it just wasn't worth it. By the time we got there, we'd only have like two nights, and then we'd have to travel all that way again. The things that you do I at know. this time of year—it's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't it? it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. And we, gosh, we did it in, it was in my car that I've still got now. Wow. Can you believe that? My car I've still got. Um, so we turned around and drove all the way through the night. Oh, wow. And got home at I don't know what time. What we, an adventure. Oh, gosh, it was awful. Not a positive one either. It was either. just awful, yes. I mean, that, that is the sort of thing you do at Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. And in this strive to get... To get home. In parentheses, home. Yeah, and... I've realised, I think, over sort of recent years that I, I don't consider, my dad's no longer with us, but I don't consider where mum lives now as home, even though she lives quite close to where we lived when I was at home. I think though... I don't consider you're... that area to be my home, I think that's what I wanted to say. The question is though, 
Did you ever? You see, home to me is a place where when you get there, you get like this warm feeling. Yeah. And you know that you're safe. And it's a little bit like when you see it, it's like you see it through in, in like soft focus. I know what you mean. And music swells in your head. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to say I never really felt that. I felt that when I got back home to my own house. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'd bought my own house so young. Yeah. And I'd created a home so young yeah. that I considered that to be my home. Now, did you ever, was home when you were growing up, was it, I mean, it might be difficult to remember, but, you know, was it like this amazing safe haven that, again, when you used to get home from school, it was like, oh, um, big sigh, I'm home. I don't recall really feeling like that, no. I mean, it was my home and we lived there. How much did you um, move around when you were young? Not very much. I lived in two houses. Right. So I lived in one until I was 10 and then another right. until I was 19. Right. So not really moved around very much. But when you got back to your home on that day when you had struggled to cross, yeah. you did have that sort of oh, I felt marvellous. elation yeah. feeling. Yeah, it felt so, marvellous. And I, I've always, I think I've always considered a home to be my home where yeah. I live rather than where I used to live as a, as a kid, as a child and a young adult. So for you then, perhaps, I think you just sort of mentioned it a second ago, your home was the place which you had, well, you were purchasing. Yeah, and I, maybe it's because I did that so young. Yeah, because you know, that go, was such a big yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't go to university. I just got went into a job at 18 Yeah, and, you know, just started life at that age. And like I said, I bought a house when I was 19. And, yeah. Um, that was my home. And then it was just, I just felt like I was going back to see mum and dad rather than it feeling like yeah. home. But a lot of people do feel like where they grew up is home, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you think that? Do you feel that? I think if my... You see, my mum and dad uh, separated at Christmas, actually. They did, <laughs> yeah. You were, what were you, 14, 15? I was, I'd just turned 15. Right. That was a happy Christmas. And that was a happy, jolly Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he... What a day to be dad to walk out. Well, yeah, we, we, we didn't actually get to the punchline, which was he actually did leave on Christmas Day. He did, didn't he? He and did, he did. And that must happen to lots of people because it is such a stressful time of year. It is. Yeah, very emotions are high, stresses are high. Still, though, I've never met anyone whose parents separated on, on Christmas, Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, no, me neither. Anyway. <laughs> That's harsh. It is harsh. And I think I realised at that point that Christmas was, or home was, where my mum was. Yeah. That is where I felt at home. Yeah. And I learned that firsthand when she moved 370 miles yeah, south yeah. of where I had thought was my home. Yeah. Because actually that, I think I see my mum's home now as more of a family home yeah. than the actual place which was. Yeah. Our family home. I mean, they've lived there for, gosh... A long time. 20-odd years, haven't yeah. they? And everybody visits them there. You yeah. know, your two brothers visit them there. Yeah. And well, I, I remember... I mean, they've lived... I was still... 
Well, I went there for Christmas in 1991. Right. So, no, it wasn't 1991, because she moved there in 1992. Okay. So I went there for Christmas in 1992, so I was right. 17. Right. And I'm, so really I'm still a kid, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my brothers were in their sort of 20s, but I mean, I remember the, the first trip so vividly going there. And I, I remember getting there and I just remember thinking, I can't believe this, this is so gorgeous. Yeah. Because I think there was, a, there was a level of fear in my head that it perhaps wouldn't be quite so nice as the house that she'd left. Yeah. But it really was. Yeah, it's a very, very old house. They still live there now. Yes. And so I think that the, the interesting thing is, I think that we're dictated to... Society sort of tells us that home is where our parents are. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily convinced that that's completely right. No. Because what I found, it is perhaps as you get older and really this year has been the first year when Kay and I have started to realize that we are becoming the people which everyone used to come to at Christmas a tiny bit yeah because for the first time this year we've had a relative come and visit yeah at Christmas yeah with a boyfriend yeah and we're like the destination. Yeah. And it sort of dawned on me, and then I spoke to you about it, and it dawned on both of us, and it was this sort of stark realisation that, hold on a minute, the, the, the tables are turning, we're watching them turn. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It actually felt... I sort of felt quite good about that. Yeah. Because I think that it's quite a nice position to be in you know that, that you've got relatives who are wanting to come mm. to mm. you at Christmas mm. to to celebrate mm. I think that you uh, have done and you continue to do a lot of soul searching with regards to home and where mm -hmm. home is mm -hmm. and I do feel it, it's funny because when we first moved here, yeah. which is what, 16, 15, 16 years ago now. Look at all those geese. A lot of geese. We're looking across, Canada we're walking geese. along a river in the park that we walk through. Yeah. And th those geese that you heard, yeah. most probably in the background, they were flying overhead and then they've landed. I mean, they must there must be 50 be. easily. There's more than 50. There. Yeah, I mean, there's probably between 50 and 100. Yeah, geese have landed over the river on a, it's like a playing field for yeah. a local school. Yeah. Go on, anyway. Um, yeah, but when we first moved here, I, I didn't know this town at all. I'd, I'd never really been north of, not really north of, of Sheffield, to be fair. Yeah. And we moved quite a bit north, 100 miles north. We're about, we're about 100 miles north of Sheffield. Yeah. Didn't know the area at all. Yeah. Um, just literally moved here. Bryony was six months old. I was still on maternity leave and, and you were working all day. Yeah. And, I mean, gosh, it must have taken me a couple of years, two, three years, yeah. to really start to settle here. Yeah. Because everything was alien, everything was, you know, I didn't know even how to get to the shops. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know where the supermarket was. And so it took me a long time to settle. Yeah. 
but I do really feel at home where we live now. Yeah. And I think that's probably mainly because this is where Bryony's grown up. Yeah. And this is the place that she knows. Yeah. So you, you make all those associations, don't you? And I think even if we move from this area, which we might do in the next few years, if we come back here, it will kind of feel like we're coming home. Yeah, I mean, that's a, because, that's a funny one. Yeah, it will feel like that for me because, and I'm sure it's because, you know, we spent quite a chunk of time here. Yeah. The longest amount of time since we've been together we've spent here, haven't we? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian has grown up from a baby to being 16. And you do make a lot of memories, don't you? You do. I mean, it's funny that you say that because I would say that the place that I feel most at home at when we go to is Ripon. That's true. And we lived there for... Only really two and a half, getting on for three years, I yeah. think. Yeah. We lived there before Bryony was born. And but then it was right when she was born. Yeah, she was born in Harrogate, in Harrogate Hospital. I do wonder if... Well, I think that that area just I love, yeah, suited us extremely it did, well. Yeah, I love Ripon and we go back often because we like the shops there and yeah. we just like to visit the town. It's a lovely town. Yeah. And it does always feel like we're going home, which is why we said we may well move back there ultimately. And it wouldn't feel like I was... It wouldn't feel think, like we were moving somewhere no, new, would no, it? No, it wouldn't. It would feel like we were going home. And also there'd be an element of memories there absolutely because you know for example that's where we went to is it prenatal classes yes for yes. a little only for a little bit because Bryony was quite premature and I'd only really just started going to them and I think I only went to one did we only go to one I think so Drums. we only went to one and then um I was taken into hospital six weeks before my due date and then I had her four weeks before my due date. So I didn't do any of that last minute preparation. We didn't even have a pram. No. Did we? No, I remember, was, I remember I came and took you out of hospital. Yeah, they let, they let me go out of hospital for like two hours to and we went to go Leeds. and get a pram. Yeah. We went to Mummers and Was it Mummers and Papas? Mummers and Papas, yeah. 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 Crumbs. I remember that day so vividly. I remember it, yeah. Because I took you for lunch at Betty's. That's right, we did. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I was I broke you out. I mean, thinking back, you know, I was really ill and there was lots of dangers and risks going on with both Bryony and me. Yeah. And I didn't feel worried at all. It just shows you what a, a different place mentally I must have been in. I wasn't concerned. I felt quite secure that everything was going to be okay. I think there's a lot to be said for your natural reaction when you are in a position like that. Yeah. And I do think that your everyday reaction is extremely different to your natural reaction to being in a situation like that. And I think you are perhaps doing yourself a slight injustice by saying that you think you would react in a different way now. Because I think when the chips come down, you tend to resort to your natural position. And I believe quite strongly that your natural position would be 
similar? Yeah, and it was my issues. It was all pregnancy-related issues, and everything resolved itself when I delivered. Yeah. Um, but it was... <laughs> that sounds weird, doesn't it? Yes. I delivered. You really did deliver. Well, actually, no. The doctors <laughs> removed Bryony from me. Yeah. Um, because it all went wrong, but anyway. We covered this, I think, we in did, we did, we did. episode four or five of Long time the radio ago. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that does then, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, how, you see, it's funny because I would never move back to York. And that was my hometown. Yeah, we do visit York fairly regularly, although we haven't the past couple of years, but um, we do go back, don't we? Maybe a couple of times a year. Yes, we absolutely do. And it's lovely to go back and to know where to go yeah, and to know where all the shops are. That is are. great because I still don't know my way around York. So I always have to say, oh, which way do we need to go? And you're like, this way, this way, this way. I can't, so that's really, great. I can't really say, though, that I feel particularly warm hearted about it. No, you always say that, yeah. And that's, that's an interesting one. I mean, again, the village, you know, we went back to it, mm. the village where I grew up. And, you know, it was lovely to go back, and I've subsequently taken Bryony back there, which was fun. Yeah. Did that this summer. Yeah. And it was really fun. But again, it wasn't like, oh, oh, isn't this marvellous? I'm feeling so emotional. And I am quite famous for feeling quite Oh, look at the ducks. Let's have a look at the ducks. We're just walking past the aviary in the park and there's some lovely ducks. Hello. If you imagine... Can you hear them? Just imagine... It's like Jemima puddle duck. Yes, that's exactly what they look like. There's some sort of creamy coloured ones and then there's some darker ones. I love ducks. They're so cute. I would say that now I feel more sort of... Ooh. He runs funny. <laughs> A man's just run past us. He runs really strange. I think we've seen him before. Have we? Yeah. He looks like a serious runner. Yeah, he definitely looks like a serious runner. Oh, it's oh, all right. It's one of those people with those blowy things. Yeah, I thought it was a truck behind us. So did I. Park and, truck. And I can't really say that I ever fully understand quite why people do that blowy thing. Oh, because no, all that just... then happens is the wind blows and all yeah, the leaves come back onto the path. You're better off just sweeping them up. Yeah. But yeah, I feel more sort of <laughs> misty-eyed about Darlington. Yeah. That said, though, I, I'd leave here tomorrow. And I think that's because, and without sounding stupidly romantic, but home is wherever you are. Yeah, and I do consider home now to be where you and where Bryony are. I, you know, I, I, do you feel like completely confident that, okay, we're up in sticks and we're going here? I think because, I think, well, you know, when we move, I, I can't see that we're going to live where we live now forever. Let's put it that way. We've never thought that, have we? No. It's never been our sort of forever home destination. Yeah. But when I think about Ripon, yeah. I can see me living there. In your dotage. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so to move, you know, if, if, I was, if I was moving back to that area that I know I really love and I know I feel comfortable in, then I don't think, 
you know, moving for me has always been a bit problematic. I don't like change, so it probably would still be a bit of an issue, but I would consider I wouldn't consider that I was leaving home here. Yeah. I think I'd just think I was going to the home that I used to know and yeah. I felt always felt really nice. It always felt right living there. Yeah. I was really you know, I was really happy when we lived there. I'd also I'd, if I'm honest, I'd be surprised if you had any issues moving to I mean it's difficult because you can't imagine what it would be you'd be moving to until you've Until found it. Until we found the right but place. But if you're moving yeah. to a place which doesn't have any annoying neighbours yeah, yeah, and yeah. has a nice garden which you can grow your vegetables in, yeah, yeah. I think that you'll be in the seat in the car quite quickly. Yeah, I probably would. And that then, it raises a whole other question because, you know, people talk about, don't they, it's, it's such a deep thing because people spend a lot of time and a lot of effort creating that perfect home yeah and that I, yeah and yeah this is true actually and I you know is your house your home or is the area you live in your home because, I don't think either of those is right right because you could argue quite strongly that there's not much about where we live now the actual place where we live no. and the location of where we live, the location isn't right and the house isn't right. No, well, but we feel at home there. Yeah, I mean, you say the house isn't right, but it suited us really well and still suits us really well. It's becoming a, a bit tight on space just because we work from home. Um, but yeah, I think I've just maybe got more used to it than I think I would, it's because we're there. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. That, that is what it is. Yeah. And y y coming back to that, <laughs> coming back to that whole, that whole conversation and that point of how people strive so hard, don't they? Right. What mm, is? Mm. How, do, how am I going to make a home? Mm, well, mm. I need a lovely garden. Yeah. And then I probably need a dog or two, and then, or, or maybe a cat or two. And then there's lots of other things, isn't there, that people yeah. think, if I plug that in, I'm going to feel at home. Yeah, you know, that, mm, that's, that's not really necessarily true for me. I think you can make you Do can you think make I'm wrong, house. though, Do you think that people don't do that? I don't know. Maybe they do do that. I don't know. You see, whenever you walk into a house, people say you, you buy it within the first 10 seconds or something because you just get that feeling, don't you? Yeah. And it might be that that house needs a load of work to make it what you want it to be. You see, we you always say- you still get that feeling, don't you? When we go visit places, that you can get a feel of that place yeah, from the things that went on there. Yeah. And so is that the same in a house? I, well, I think so, yeah, because some houses creep you out, don't they? So if a house, is a happy home. Mm. It do has you been think? A happy home. Yeah. Do you think when people walk into that place, they can feel that they're yes. going to get the vibes? I think so. Absolutely. You know, you see it a lot on these programs, don't you? Where people go house buying. Yeah. And people, you know, some you'll see a couple walk in, and within like a few seconds, the woman will just start crying. Yeah. Because she'll be like, "Oh, I just it's just perfect." And 
I don't think I think that is the feeling that they're getting. I mean, yeah. we're just watching it on a screen, so yeah. we don't know what it's like. But no. I, I do think it's that that feeling that they're getting, and if that has been a really happy house, yeah, I do think you can feel that. Yeah, it's got that warm feeling, hasn't it, when you walk in? Yeah. So yeah, I do think there's a lot of that. And that comes from the people who've lived in the house. Yeah. It doesn't come from the size of the kitchen, no, the no. size of the garden, or actually the location of the house. Well, it, it possibly, I mean, the location, I think it, for me, is more important than the actual house, I would say. Because you can change the house, can't you? And you can add bits and extend it and decorate and all those kinds of things. But you can't change its immediate surroundings you can't but i think the 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 thing i'm trying to drill down on to fully understand because i think it's an interesting point if this is right you could go to the rough end of any town and you could put in and i'm sure there'll be millions of extremely happy families yeah. living in rough parts of towns and in that house lovely family things will be going Absolutely. on and I mean, I do think, I think what you've said is, and I think you're right, that you would walk into that house and you would feel the positive energy that comes off that family. Yeah, you would, definitely. And I think what that does is it tells you that actually when you're, when you're house hunting, it changes things a little bit, I think, because it turns the focus onto, are there people out there who think if I get the, a lovely house with a lovely garden that my home life's going to be better? Maybe, yes, I, I think that, that might be true. Crikey. Postman's in a hurry. There's no need for that, <laughs> is there? <laughs> Look, there is the postman. No, there is the postman. Yeah. It wasn't the postman, no, by the way. No, it wasn't the postman. I don't want people thinking that <laughs> our postman does wheel yeah, spins. Yeah, got kamikaze postman. No, that would be quite cool. He's that keen to get us our packages. Yes. Yes. The poor postman at this time of year. I, know, I, don't, yeah. I wonder if it's eased off a bit for them now. Madly busy, aren't they? Yeah. We know our postman really well. We do, we do. We know a couple of them really well, actually. Yes. And, I mean, the, the, I don't know what to call him. I don't want to call him the bald one, because that sounds wrong. The bald one? <laughs> the older? Yes. I can't remember his name. Steve did tell us what his name oh, is. Oh, I think he's called Jeff. Oh, Jeff, right. Yes. And I think it's Jeff with a J. Yeah, it looks like a Jeff with a J <laughs> rather than a G. Yeah. And he's always so sweet because <laughs> whenever I answer the door, he's done it twice now. I'll answer the door like I creeps out with him yeah. and go, Oh, it's lovely to see you. I know. Do you know what he said to me yesterday? <laughs> well, I answered the door yesterday, got a load of parcels, and I said, Oh, I said, oh, I'm so sorry, you're always, you're always coming here with parcels. Yeah. You know, again, because we work from home, we have like deliveries a lot. And he's like, oh, no, no, he says, you're always a delight to come and deliver to us. It's not like the rest of them. I said, oh, why? What do you mean? He said, oh, well, most of them are just really grumpy. I said, why are they grumpy? You know, they've ordered stuff or they're getting a nice present or, you know, whatever. Why would you be grumpy? He said, oh, usually I've got them out of bed. Oh, no. I said, what, at this time? It was like two in the afternoon. Oh, I said, dear. look. You could never get us out of bed because we're really early risers. So if it's helpful, you can always deliver to us early and it's fine. And he yeah. was like thrilled. <laughs> he said, what, like seven o'clock in the morning? I said, yeah, you could. <laughs> I said, we'd totally be up, you know. Dan goes running and I'd be up. 
Oh, I might take you up on that. <laughs> he was absolutely <laughs> thrilled. That's really funny. But I can't believe people treat postmen like that. Yeah. I think it's just disgraceful. If there's, you know, in this modern world that we live in now, where so much is ordered online, yeah. my goodness, your best friend is your postman. should be your postman. But they're also, it's also a fellow human being who's yeah. doing a great job in all weathers. Yeah. To get, you know, to get your things that you you've ordered because you don't want to go out or whatever, or you're if not you able think, to. If you think actually, the postman, the delivery man is providing such an amazing service Absolutely. in challenging where, circumstances. Where would we have been the past couple of years really without it's kept, people like that? It's kept economies of the world moving. Yeah. It's kept things coming through our doors that yeah. raise our spirits. Oh, and the plane. Where is it? It's a very clear day. It's a very clear day. We've got an airport really close by us actually. Yeah. Oh gosh. Bird weren't very happy. Can't even see the plane, which is strange, but I can hear it. The, the, this is it's been a very interesting conversation this, because I you know I I didn't really anticipate that we would get to this point where you sort of come to the conclusion that, and I think it is exactly right, a nice garden, a nice house, all those things are all lovely, but it's not going to make you happy. No. Well, it might make some people happy. Everyone's For, for a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, everyone's different, aren't they? I think we all know. Or th this comes back to a much deeper conversation and it's one that we all know and that is that money does not make you happy no absolutely and not. you know there's plenty of extremely lonely very sad wealthy people yeah yeah who will you know hold their hand up and tell you that absolutely outright mm. and of course money helps you buy property yeah and so i suppose it's obvious what, what you need and you know i'm so fortunate that we, we've got that what you need is if you've got a nice home life if you're then in a position to be able to get a, a slightly more appropriate house for that yeah, home life, then, yeah. my goodness, go for it. Yeah. But don't ever be fooled into thinking. And perhaps, I think up until this conversation, I probably would have been fooled into thinking that. Yeah. It's like the whole, oh, oh, we, we always fly off here for a for a holiday every year for two weeks. Yeah. And it's marvellous and, well, actually is it? Do you need to fly off there? Could you not, if the people you're with are great, could you not go anywhere and have a great time? I think we've proven that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's been some holidays that we've had where we've not been expecting it to be good at all. Yeah. And it's been marvellous. And it does always come down to your state of mind. Mm, mm. You know, if you're open to it, if you're with the right people, wherever you go, you're going to have a good time. Absolutely, yeah. Apart from maybe Hollyhead. Hollyhead at two o'clock in the morning when there's a raging gale. I want to look on one of those cottage places. Yeah. For, for cottage, you know, the, the places. Oh, people go to Hollyhead on holiday. <laughs> well, it's ang not not to Hollyhead itself, but Anglesey because it's on right. it's on the island of Anglesey, which is sort of virtually attached to Wales. It isn't. You have to you have to cross cross the bridge. Um, but yeah, I mean, people go there on holiday. I, I just... The funny thing is, right? It was just, I've to never me, met it's anyone. very flat and... I've never met anyone 
who had a good thing to say about Hollyhead. Well, you know, people might be listening and they live in Hollyhead, so... I apologise to you. Yes. You know, Take please... Take no notice of him. No, 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 I'm not criticising. I'm the one who wants to go online and look at properties there. Well, I'm sure you'd find some. I'm interested to see what they're like. Yeah. Because it could be that, you know, everyone's been getting it wrong. Well, maybe. When you say everyone, you mean me. No. No. I could tell you a huge number of people through my life who've said that Hollyhead is not a nice place. No, I think really it's a destination place, isn't it, Hollyhead? You go in there because you're catching a ferry usually. To go to Ireland? To go to probably, yeah, Ireland or... Does yeah. it go to other places too? Gosh, I'm not know. even sure actually. I would say Ireland is the main destination, but it's such I a tricky say. crossing, isn't it? Though. Oh, it's awful. We used to go on um, a quick ferry, which was like 99 minutes, I think. Right. It was catamaran. Yeah. And you know, it's a, to it was skim a car. Over the top, they aren't we? Yeah, they do. Um, but the big ferries, I think, take a few hours. We've made it back. We have. How's your foot? Do you know it's all right? Oh. Oh, Can I just tell everybody as we, as we walk in the door? Hold me. I haven't mentioned it oh. because I didn't want to tempt I'm so fate. Happy. But I've been nursing a really bad injury to my foot the past few weeks, and I'm pretty sure it's that plantar fasci. What's it? I don't know. Yeah, that's the one. Kate. That's the one. <laughs> I looked up the symptoms for that, and it was exactly the symptoms. And I haven't been able to walk very much at all. In fact, I took all of last week off. I just decided I had to rest it completely. And I took all of last week off from walking and it's just been horrendous. You know, this is the first time in three years that I haven't been walking on a daily, pretty much a daily basis. This is it now though. Um, this is but it. But I've been, the last couple of days I have done little walks. And then we've just walked now, and I, my heel does hurt a little bit, but yeah. it's the best walk I've had. That's brilliant. You know, and I've just done two miles, so... My feeling was that's always... That's a good test of it, really, yeah. and it, it feels pretty good. I've just got a little bit of heel pain, so... My feeling was... Fingers crossed. When you started back after that period of time off, that what you're in is a recovery phase, yeah. not a re-injuring it yeah, phase. Yeah, it's, it, the pain I've had has been really bad, you know, and I don't know how it happened. I think it's from wearing a pair of heels. We do know, it happened right after. Yeah, I had a pair of heels on one day and I don't often wear heels. It was a, some little boots and they did have a bit of a heel. And then it was the following day when I started to get pain, so I think it was those. Yeah. I'm obviously too old to wear heels. No, that's not what it is at all. You do more. I found a, an article online that said if you do an awful lot of physical exercise, whether it be running or walking, anything that's yeah, on your feet, yeah. if you're wearing supportive shoes, which you of course are going to do, if you're going to walk mm, or run long distances, mm. you change the way that you walk. Yeah. And what's happened is you've become yeah, a more yeah, outdoorsy yeah, person. Yeah. And so your feet suit. Probably. Those types. Yeah, I don't probably. think that means that you can't wear them anymore. I think the mistake was we did do a little bit of walking that we day. We did. I shouldn't have worn them that day, to be fair. If we'd just been going somewhere, yeah. walking into a place, sitting down, or, or just anything yeah, where, know, just yeah, pop into the shops or whatever. So yeah. I don't want you being depressed and thinking you can't wear pretty shoes because no, you can. I know, I know. But anyway, it just feel a bit better. Folks, it's been. that's it. So we're home. We're home and tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Yes. Whatever you're doing, we'll be in bed. Whatever you're doing, I hope you have a <laughs> lovely time. We don't stay up on New Year's Eve at all. 
It's not a thing for us. It never has been. In fact, I really dislike New Year's Eve. So <laughs> I'm really grumpy. No, you're not. So whatever it is you're doing tomorrow evening, I hope you have a lovely time. Yes, absolutely. We're going to be at the crack of dawn on eight. There's nothing better. No, New Year's Day, getting out early for a walk or a run. It's it brilliant. Is, There's no one around. It's, it's the fantastic. best. It's fantastic. It's the best. In fact, most years I see people on the way home. Home. Which yeah, just makes me feel so happy because yeah, I mean, yeah. you're going to regret that. Yeah, you're going to feel terrible when you wake <laughs> up. But whatever you're doing, have a great time. Yes. I will be back really soon with another wonderful episode of the radio show. So see take you care soon. of yourselves and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.